Hi, my name's Lou, and today I'm going to be reading the internet for you. Why? Well, why not? And today's what is going to be a topic that we haven't revisited since August of 2010. Now, um, you know, I know that some people um, just want the filth. They're like, you know, Lou, you know, you do some weird and offbeat topics now and then. But we just want the basest human sexuality read aloud for us, for our entertainment. But, you know, sadly, you know, I gotta save the gross stuff. I described this podcast recently as a roller coaster, where you, you have your, your peaks of uh, super filth, such as shoe sessions, and then you gotta take a little ride down into the, the crazy the crazy valley. Oh, you know, on the ride down, you have the 1111 Angels people, maybe a milder fetish, like the Sneeze Forum fetish. Um, and then at the bottom, you have something mundane and relatable to a lot of people and something, maybe something silly. Confessions, things like that. And that's what today is going to be. It's not going to be gross. But it is, I think it'll be entertaining for you. It is a, um, it's a topic near and dear to my heart, and it is in a thread on the Something Awful forums entitled, More Stoner Moments. And as you might have guessed, these are tales of when people chose to smoke marijuana, which is sadly and unjustly illegal. Hey, you already knew my stance on that, most likely. And not that they couldn't handle it, but just had sort of absurd, the kind of absurd experiences that one has on marijuana or cannabis if you want to use the proper term if you want to be a snooty snooty snob about your herbals anyway oh i just got a message and it was for me and and it is an enticement for you to stick it through to the end of the podcast i have a fun announcement that you probably already know about if you go to the facebook page often but um i'm gonna have something to offer for you guys at the end of the podcast so Stick around for that. If nothing else, we could skip forward to the end, I guess. But then you miss all the good part. You'd just be eating the bread and not having any delicious deli meats that comprise the center of the Lou Reed's podcast sandwich. And so let's get right into this thread on the Something Awful forums in uh, the discussion subforum in a thread entitled Stoner Moments Again. And it was started by Rizian, who is a Something Awful member. And uh, he wrote in the original post in the thread. Now this thread goes on... I mean, how many pages is this thread? 127 pages of stoner moments, but we'll start at the beginning and work our way through in a polite manner. Okay, so back to this. So the original post by Rizian in the thread, Stoner Moments Again, it goes like this. The old stoner moments thread was one of my favorites to read. It was full of really funny, but not thread-worthy stories, so I'm bringing it back. Just tonight, my friend and I were playing Counter-Strike, stoned like we always do, and we're in my server, and he's planting the bomb at B bombsite. I run up and look through the doors really fast, and AWP, sniper rifle, him, just as he plants the bomb. I take out my pistol and jump through the doors, doing a 180, and I blast the other teammate in the face like crazy. Then I defuse the bomb, getting an extra three kills. The next round starts, and over Ventrilo, voiceover IP program, I said, Damn, I fucking murked you bitches. But it would have been sweeter if I let you plant the bomb first, kill you, kill the other guy, and get the defuse. Ha ha. Then my friend says, Ha ha, I did plant the bomb, and you did get the defuse. And we laughed for minutes. Post your most recent stories. Now, uh, I understand that uh, that first post may be a little weak. Because it's uh, not only is it a stoner moment, but it's a hardcore like gaming geek moment, which uh, if you which you probably can only appreciate if you are a uh, Counter Strike 
a video game player, which I am not. Um, I play other first-person shooters, but not Counter-Strike. That joke is lost on me. I mean, I get it. But uh, as a stoner moment, it's also very specifically video game oriented. So please, please don't judge the podcast on the first, on the OP. But you get the idea. Anyway, and the next post will read is by Axplode, uh, and he writes, My friend and I are smoking on his apartment balcony. We chat a bit while smoking, often getting so into our conversations that we forget to pass the pipe. After about 15 minutes with the bowl finished, we get up to walk inside. My friend walks quickly and confidently face first into the screen door, tearing the thing off its tracks and leaving it sharply bent in several places. He's moaning and cradling his face with his hands while I'm on my knees, laughing to the point of tears. This continued for several minutes. And Awkward Knob writes, One time I got incredibly stoned with Ryzen, the OP, at my place, and we were watching The Sixth Sense. Under the influence... Whoop, another message. Under the influence, it was probably... Hmm, under the influence, it was probably one of the most intense and scary things I've seen, and I'm sure he'd agree. The pot really helped the suspense feel almost palpable, a minor stoner moment in itself. But mainly, in between 30 and 40 minute spanning bouts of utter seriousness and being engrossed in the movie, he and I would just bust out laughing for no damn reason about the dumbest shit. He'd comment on something on the screen, and I'd make a witty retort. At one point, we started belly laughing so hard our abs hurt. Then we talked about how much I nailed the comment I had just made. Ryzen, dude, you nailed that last comment, dude. AK, I nailed it. You nailed it, dude. Fucking nailed it. Laughter for about four minutes. AK, out of all the possible things I could have said at that time, I chose the perfect thing for that exact moment in history. I nailed that. And so on. I'm sure anyone who might have happened by or listened in on what we were talking about would have dialed up the men in white coats. And lean like ads. I got stuck in a mind loop last night when I was just chilling by myself after hitting some oh-so-sweet cannabis sativa. I was eating a slice of awesome pizza on my bed, listening to Radiohead, oh god, pot-smoking anarcho-syndicalists, and eh, whatever that means, when suddenly I saw a moth flying around my screen, constantly bashing against it. Then I looked at the pizza. For some reason, I came to the conclusion that some bug had laid eggs in the slice of pizza. Despite this, I continued eating the slice contemplating existentialism. I know the bug laid eggs or something in this slice, but I'm not afraid when I know I should be. But what if the eggs in the pizza are actually like other universes where eggs are being laid in slices of pizza? And what if I see right now is just an egg laid in a slice of pizza by a moth in another universe? And like this pattern of completely logical and rational thought continued for I don't know how fucking long. I just sat there, stoned, with a piece of pizza in my hand, listening to Radiohead while contemplating the universe as an egg laid by a moth. I know it sounds fucking stupid, but it felt like I had just discovered the meaning of life at the time. And my own savior writes, I think my third time high, I had a complete stoner moment. My friend and I had just finished a bowl, blasted from this, mind you, third time, and we walked into the house. I put my hand on his leather sofa and just started laughing, for no fucking reason. Laughing five minutes straight. I fell over, kept laughing, with the no sound coming from my mouth laugh too. I finally stop, and my friend is opening and closing the refrigerator door repeatedly. So I just start laughing and laughing. This continued all night. I would laugh at Bowser on Super Smash Bros. I would laugh when we were playing chess. I would laugh at pizza and soda and all the fireworks we set off. God damn. And Schrodinger writes, Sitting at my friend's there about a week ago, sat up all night long watching black books on DVD. Now, I believe that is a reference to the English sitcom. Getting smoked and then finally crashed. Got up the next morning and said to her, God damn, your tap has been annoying me all night long. So hard to sleep with it. To which she replied, 
eh, you could have just turned it off instead of just lying there listening to it. Now, I don't know if that qualifies as a stoner moment as more of just a lazy moment, inconsiderate moment. Uh, I don't know. I'm not giving that to you. I don't think being stoned had anything to do with that. I don't think you feel like turning off the faucet. Anyway, Joe's shovel ants. I was at my best friend's birthday party, and I had tried some awesome bud and also hash for the first time. I was feeling really goddamn awesome, and my ex-girlfriend that I've always had this huge thing for shows up with her fiancé. The whole thing was a little awkward, as she's Mormon, and the first time she saw me in over a year was when I ran into the music room screaming the words to get low and dancing like a goddamn moron. She's also getting married, so my friends are taking shots, and they jokingly invite my ex-girlfriend and her fiancé to take a shot, while my friend, who is also very stoned, is offering a toast and his shot to yelling to the newlyweds, the newlyweds, and the combination of all the weird-ass feelings of love and apprehension and awkwardness manifested itself in a gigantor belly laugh that I couldn't stop for a good five minutes. I just let myself laugh the weirdness away while my friend screamed to the newlyweds. Don't ask me why this was so funny, but damn, it turned a potentially emo situation into a weird kind of closure. Thanks, pot. Would have been great to smoke out with her. Frowny face. I'm assuming that the Mormons did not take the shots. And Dine writes, About a month ago, I smoked a nice bowl out of my porch and came back inside to make some pogos. I don't know what those are. I got everything ready. I heated the oven, got out the pogos, placed the pogos on the cooking sheet, and set the time. But in my mind, I put the pogos in the oven. I went downstairs and played on my computer a bit until my food was ready. Until about ten minutes later, my dad knocks on the door. Dad, what are you cooking? Me. Oh, just some pogos. Dad, are you going to put them in the oven? Me. WTF, I didn't put them in the oven? Dad. Nope. Why don't you take another hit there, Cheech? I went upstairs and noticed the food sitting there, waiting to be placed in the oven. My dad had some good laughs about that. <laughs> That's terrible. Okay. And El Muncho writes, Here's my most recent stoner moment. Me and my friend are sitting in his room after a party he had at his house. We were rolling a few joints and smoking, just generally smoking us down because it had been one hell of a party. We had been sitting there for about a good hour when suddenly the door opens and his stepbrother comes in. That's it, we're fucked. He proceeds to sit down and ask us what we're doing and what that smell is. I'm just sitting there thinking he's playing with us. Of course he knows what that smell is and of course he recognizes the joint in my hand, but he doesn't. After some quick explaining, we tell him it's Japanese tobacco I brought home from a recent trip. The idiot believes it. It ended with him smoking two joints with us and going to the kitchen 8 a.m. in the morning to make him some hamburgers before bed. To this day, he has never mentioned it again. That's actually a pretty funny story. <laughs> and Eye Opener writes, The other night I hit the bong, killed two bowls, and suddenly had a taste for some type of music-themed video game. So I popped in Rez and fucking went to town. One of the best high experiences ever, since at some point during my gaming session and mind-blowing trip, my brother came in and found me just staring at the screen, not doing anything. Funny thing was, I hadn't realized... <laughs> that is actually funny. Funny thing was, I hadn't realized what it was I'd been doing. I was just spacing because the tunnel my character was soaring down had huge flashing lights and little flashing abstract droid things that made noises. He said I had a huge idiot grin on my face and half-closed eyes. I was pissed he didn't take a picture. He had to literally shake me to snap me out of it. From that point on, I just had a blast shooting groovy sound waves around and making crazy trance techno music. Uh, that is, uh, That story reminds me of the great old school screensavers for mac os uh, 9 and previous that my friends and i used to uh stare at under the influence of certain things where the tunnel was like oh the tunnel <laughs> anyway and kill dobby writes i work at a pizza shop delivering and sometimes we smoke out on the road put note that is a bad idea I took one delivery that was one large cheese pizza. When I got to the house, I realized that I forgot the pizza and had only brought the receipt. 
I called the store and had the other driver come drop it off as I waited outside the house across the street. When he met me there, he gave me the, what the fuck, how did you forget the only thing they ordered? My friend and I were stoned at another friend's house, and we were ripping in the basement. Well, friend's parents were home. They don't really mind, so we went up to get a drink from the fridge. Owner is downstairs. Owner is downstairs, and me and Rip friends are upstairs, and he's tugging at the door to the fridge, yells out, It's fucking locked! and proceeds to go downstairs. His parents came around the corner as I tug open the fridge with ease, grab two cans of soda, and apologize. I've paid for gas and cigarettes, then leave without taking said cigarettes or filling up my gas tank. That's frustrating. I've smoked my lucky cigarette backwards many times. When I first get a pack, I take one and stick it upside down, when I get to said cigarette, it's lucky. If it's the last one you take and you're not allowed to look, it's extra lucky. I smoked the last cig in my pack backwards and professed the lucky cig thing to my friends and one saw me and goes, boy, that is luck. I was broke and ruined my last cigarette. And band member, Motivational Lobster writes, Coming to the sudden realization that this life is just a virtual reality game being played by someone in the far, far future. This entire lifetime takes only a few seconds of real time in the future. I even remember having false memories from my future life. Awesome moment. I feel like a huge stoner thinking about it now. But still. Another time, a friend and I were driving around a huge orchard in his backyard around 3 a.m. Possibly the most lit either of us had ever been. Dude, he said as he turned to me there is a dragon outside. Not missing a beat, I stopped the car, gave him a deadly serious look and said, we must do battle. We got out of the car and ran into the orchard, scanning the sky for the dragon we were sure was there only a second before and had gone around the side of a hill at the edge of his property. Suddenly, the sprinkler system started to come on, making a hissing and crackling noise in the dry leaves under the trees. Shit, goblins, we shouted, turning and hauling ass back to the car in safety. And Metcalf writes, after a couple of bowls of some decent dro, me and my friends hopped in a car to go to Marble Slab for some ice cream. I sat shotgun while my friend got in the back. Five minutes later, I looked back at him and see he had put all available seatbelts on and was playing with the interior lights. I asked him what the fuck he was doing, and his reply was, this reminds me of being in a spaceship. Needless to say, I whipped out my camera phone and continued to laugh up for about five minutes. Edit, this was also his first time to smoke, which made it that much more funny. Without further ado... And here's a photo of the gentleman in question. I will put this photo on the blog so that you can see what I'm talking about. Um, and back to that. And Solly writes, Sitting in my friend's room completely baked, all I could do was stare into space while he played guitar. I then proclaimed that I could see the black lines around everything. Everyone had a good laugh at how stoned I am, and then I explained, You know... When you're really bad at drawing things, you always draw an outline to create shapes, then fill in the space with shading. Well, I could see the lines around all the objects in the room. My friends pass it off as me being stupid and stoned and just carry on as normal. 20 minutes later, my friend who's playing guitar stops, looks around the room a bit and says, Wow, I can totally see them too. Everyone else is completely bemused, and between me and the guitar friend, we explain how we have to look through everything to see the lines. In no time at all, everyone is seeing them, and we spend a good part of the night picking things up and looking at them from all angles trying to touch the lines. That is impressive. And Darbads. Several stories here which I consider to be the highlights of the past school year. Five or so of us were having a pleasant pot night, when I unilaterally decided that it would be a good idea to bring out the salvia as well. I somehow got the idea in my head that if I sprinkled a bit of salvia on top of the bowl for myself, it would be all gone by the time I passed the pipe. Not so. I got rid of the pipe just as the salvia started to overtake my consciousness. But about half a minute later, I was brought out of my reverie by my friend shouting, You fucker! and punching me over and over, clearly caught off guard by the unprecedented salvia trip I had neglected to warn him of. Needless to say, the stupefied laughing went on for a long, long time. 
I'm not sure when this one happened since my friend didn't tell me about it until a few weeks later, but as usual, a bunch of us were hanging out one night smoking up. Most of us had the munchies, including my friend, who was systematically devouring a bag of chips. However, as it was his turn to pack the bowl, he confused which bag was which and soon found himself chewing on some tasty bud. Not wanting to admit his mistake or return the chewed up weed to the bag, he finished this little snack and didn't say a word. I'm sure it's something many of us have done at one time or another, but nevertheless, it was a great stoner moment. During the rainy season this year, my friend and I, the same one who had unwittingly took the salvia that I had garnished our weed with, were kind of feeling out of it. A lot of rain and clouds can do this to a person. We had gotten up at like 2 p.m. and stared blankly through our 3 p.m. to 4 p.m. class. Walking back to our dorms in the rain, the conversation went something like this. You know, on a day like this, there's only really two things you can do, work or smoke. Yeah. I don't really feel like working. And thus, it was so. Best rainy day I've ever had. I've forgotten so much, I'm sure. There was the times we went through an ounce in under a week. There was the party with 40 or plus people tripping on 2C-I. Most of them first timers. And then the first time we got blazed and watched Cool Runnings. What a fantastic year. And Chunder adds, I was smoking with a friend of mine and this guy I had just met on a cruise liner. We were in his parents' cabin, smoking in the bathroom. We had the vent on, and the blow dryer, and the sink. All kinds of stupid shit so it wouldn't stink up the cabin. Cruise ship cabins are the size of a small closet. We had three people in a tiny space with a blow dryer running. It was hot as fuck. We're all sweating our nuts off, passing the blunt, and his sister comes in and tells us we can't come out because his parents are around. So we're trapped in this bathroom for upwards of a half an hour. At first we're just sitting there all quiet and listening. Then we all kind of met eyes in the mirror and started doing hand puppets and charades and shit. We're all laughing silently but screaming with laughter, just no sound. It was really funny for about 15 minutes. After that I was sitting in the shower trying not to pass out from the heat, pleading with this kid to open the goddamn door so we could get out. Eventually he opened it. Nobody else was in the room. No parents, no sister, nothing. Turns out his sister just sort of forgot we were in the bathroom and never gave us the go-ahead to leave. Frowny face. An awkward knob tells another story. My boss at the Chicago Theater told me that for certain concerts and comedians, I would have to switch from my normal routine of ticketing and ushering to go on pot patrol. When I asked what that was exactly, she told me basically I'd walk around and tell people smoking up inside the theater they had to put it out or risk being kicked out. When I gave her a frowny face look, she laughed and said, don't worry, you may not agree with that outside of work, but here we pay you, so unfortunately you gotta do it. When I looked at her like, uh, why are you laughing? She quickly followed up with, and the stuff we confiscate, we smoke after work. No piss tests here. Then she laughed and kind of high-fived the other interns working under her. I was shocked. Pleasantly shocked. And I'm a girl, BTW writes. I went camping with some friends at the start of the year. Three of them hadn't smoked weed before, so me and the other stoner decided to smoke them out. After a while, one of them, my best friend, must have got the spins really bad. He got up and stumbled around and started throwing carrot up <laughs> and started throwing up carrot all over the place. So my other three friends told me to watch the fire while they took him to the tent to take care of him. While I sat in front of the fire, I came up with the idea that this was totally a metaphor for our friendship. While everyone else made sure he didn't spew on himself, I was making sure he didn't burn to death in a bushfire. You see, when we first met, he was a little shit. So while everyone else told him off, I got him into things that didn't involve stealing or breaking stuff. I was monocle pop emoticon at this amazing thought I had just had. Looking back on it, I can almost see where I was coming from, but it's pretty LOL. And any color you like shares. Earlier this summer, I was at the Roskilde Festival 
Festival in Denmark, and I had some really good moments while stoned. The first was when I saw Sigur Ross with my best friend. We sat down and started to smoke the joint we'd prepared. When we had finished, two people sat next to us and asked if we had some paper. We started to talk to them and found out that one of them was from Norway, like us, and the other was from Amsterdam. They had some really good skunk and let us smoke some of that. Then a couple of guys sat down in front of us and started to smoke. We snickered and they noticed, and we became part of their circle. Then a couple of guys sat down behind us and they shared too. By this time, we were stoned out of our heads. But everything was perfect. The music matched my mood and feeling perfectly, and you could smell cannabis everywhere. It seemed like everyone was smoking. The sun was setting and it made a perfect stoner moment. It's probably one of those moments I'll remember the rest of my life. The other was when my friend and I went to two different concerts. I went to go see Kill, Norwegian psychedelic metal, and he went to go see Damien Gong Marley Jr. Anyway, after the Kill show, I went to see Damien too. I didn't find my friend at first, but I sat down in the sun and chilled to the music. I didn't understand anything for two reasons. One, this didn't sound anything like the Damien stuff I'd heard before. Two, I was stoned out of my head again. Anyway, it turned out that Damien had canceled and instead Nazarenes were playing. Some traditional reggae. Fucking perfect. The streaking sun and the music was a perfect mix. Loved it. Okay, not really funny, but goddamn great memories. And the next story we'll read is from General Ripper. And his stoner moment goes like this. The other night at a friend's place, dug out his awesome bong, which had been sitting unused for the last three months, full of nasty bong water. I wanted to use it because it's awesome. We call it the warp core because it looks like the warp core from Star Trek TNG. Nerd stoner alert. So I went to the sink to change out the water, tipping the bong over to pour the water out. In my state at the time, I forgot to pour it with the down stem facing up. So as I poured, I heard water pouring out but saw nothing out the top spout. Fuck. I had poured rancid bong water all over his kitchen cupboard and floor mat. Read carpet. So I spent what felt like forever cleaning the cupboards and shampooing the carpet. Okay, done. Finally, I could smoke a bowl or eight. I gave it some ice cold water from the Brita filter. Then my friend told me I could put ice in the neck. I didn't think it was narrow enough to catch ice. So now I was all excited as I'd never hit a bong with like that. Everything was set and I had my mouth on the bong just about to take my first hit. That's when my friend said something funny and I burst out laughing into the bong. So my big fat celebratory bowl was now a wet blob on the table. By the time it had all dried out after being laid out on some paper towel, the ice had melted and there was none ready yet in the freezer. Sucked. And Monkey Douche writes, I was at Chili's the other day with some friends trying to order some food. We had all ended up filling out the little card saying that we wanted our burgers and shit. The waitress had come back several times because it took about a half an hour to finally get everything straightened out. The entire time, it was clearly obvious why we were struggling so much. And when the waitress was finally picking up the cards, she couldn't help but laugh at us since we were drawing funny shit on other people's cards. Fast forward to when we get our food. Four fancy dressed men, probably managers or something, came out each holding one of our orders. They started to half sing everything, like which order they had. Then they each took off, one by one, perfectly synchronized, leaving our table in complete astonishment. That is, yeah, is that a stoner moment or is that something awesome that happened while you were stoned? I guess it's a moment while you were stoned. These lines are being blurred. I think, well, we'll discuss that later. And the Monarch adds, Me and my friends were blazing in a small room leading out to the backyard from the kitchen in my house. We were both 15. We were hitting a billy, in case you don't know, a billy is a water bottle, with a small hole burned into it about 9 centimeters from the bottom, and inside the hole is a metal bong stem, and up near the top, where the mouthpiece is, is a small carb. The idea is to pack a small bowl, then very slowly inhale, so the bottle fills with smoke, there is water in the bottle like a bong, and once you have burned all the pot, so it shoots into the water in the bottle, the ashes I mean, you release the carb and inhale as fast as you can. It gets you totally ripped. 
Anyway, we each had had about three of them and were baked. Suddenly, I take the billy and start inhaling on the mouthpiece, making a bubbling noise. We both start giggling and I start raising the bottle, continuing to inhale. Suddenly, I raised it too high and inhale a heaping blast of bong water. Not just any bong water, but with ashes in it. And there is no filter in the billy since the point is to suck the ashes in at the end. So I start choking and coughing and seeing this, my friend collapses with laughter. Now he is tall, like 6'5", and so him collapsing makes a huge bang and the floor shakes. This makes me burst out laughing, and we both laugh at different things for something close to 15 minutes. Oh man, it was great. And Two-Headed Boy writes, I've panicked at Taco Bell and ordered everything on the menu. I was ripped off my ass, the kind where you're actually kind of embarrassed to be seen by people, walked up to the counter, and the girl at the counter just stared at me for far too long for me to remain comfortable. To fill the silence, I listed everything that had ever been served at Taco Bell and plenty of shit that isn't. She was an elderly black woman and scolded it <laughs> and scolded me for swearing when I found out that the ultimate chalupa had been discontinued. My total for the evening, $15. For me and me alone, I finished all of it. And band member Disco Duck writes, Yesterday, me and a buddy smoked some weed and went to a local hippie type shop. I bought a hacky sack and the price was set so that with tax it would be exactly $4.20. When the clerk announced the price, we both cracked up. All three people behind the counter gave us dirty looks. They must get sick of that joke pretty quick. <laughs> what the fuck? Fatty McLumpkin writes, well, let's see. There's the time I cleared an entire bowl in the matter of two minutes, literally 120 seconds, and I ended up passing out almost immediately with the TV on in a rather loud volume, sitting up on my couch with the bong still in my hands. When I woke up about 20 minutes later, I found the bottle of ketchup I had set next to my bag of Five Guys fries. Needless to say, I had to go get new ketchup when I squeezed the bottle so damn hard the fucking thing exploded. Oh, and then there's the time I felt greasy as shit after smoking for some reason. So I got lit as hell, really good shit, plus a four-month hiatus for a new job drug test equals whee, and ended up taking a two-hour long shower. The kicker is that I didn't even realize that I was in there that long until all the hot water was gone. I'm sure all of you have done this at one point or another, but I vaguely remember this one time where I was mid-session, pretty fucking stoned, when I figured I should light some incense, so I took my lighter, that I normally always keep at my desk, to go to light the incense. When I got back to my desk, I flipped my shit because I couldn't find my lighter, that was now in my pocket from the trip I had made across the room to light the incense. <laughs> okay. And Bua writes, Me and my two friends were out cruising one night, and since we were out in the suburbs and it was a woody area, I got the feeling that we were in a horror movie. So I immediately told my friends that there was surely a werewolf out there somewhere. About 15 minutes later, after having forgotten about that, a spurt of water suddenly hits the car, and I exclaim, Dude! The werewolf just spit on the car! It was a sprinkler from the golf course we were driving by. <laughs> Yeah. And Mr. Pockets writes, I work at the men's warehouse. A few of my co-workers are stoners, and we manage to light up before slash during work every once in a while. On one particular night, I managed to get ripped when we stepped outside to smoke a cigarette because business was slow. Soon after I was finished, a large old man came into the store looking for a suit. Seeing as it was my turn, I walked up to him and started showing him a selection of suits in his size. After about 15 minutes, I could tell I almost had him and would hopefully make my daily quota on this sale. So I got a little cocky. As I was telling him about a good pair of shoes, I burped up a huge, rank, stale hit directly into his face. Being the stupid pothead I am, I apologized like crazy and pretended that I didn't blow up a bunch of smoke when I burped. 
Needless to say, the rest of the sale didn't go too well. And Sweet Daddy Champagne writes, Last night I was smoking with an old friend of mine who was a much more experienced smoker. So I was taking bigger hits off bigger bowls and generally getting much higher. I took a big hit and held it for a long, long time. My stamina in this field impressed us both. So we did what any logical stoners would do. We had a breath-holding contest. I waited impatiently for a long while, waiting for the clock on my cell phone to tick off the next minute so I could start the timing. When it finally did, I took a huge breath and sat. All I could feel was the air like a ball in my chest. Eventually, I didn't even think about it anymore, and I let my mind wander, still holding my breath. I remember forgetting how to breathe, which is only scary in retrospect. During the event, I kept my composure and came to terms very quickly with the realization that I had just elected to kill myself via asphyxiation. But I was cool with it. All of this was absolutely painless. You know how it is when you just zone out? The only reason I stopped was because I saw the minute change and busted out laughing. I've never held my breath for a minute in my entire life, and it was something amazing. I don't know if that's a long time for many people, but it was fucking amazing for me considering I only seldomly do any sort of cardio or whatever. I would have kept doing it as long as I wanted, I think. I could have passed out of my own inebriated volition. I think I remember seeing black cloud on my vision, but I also could have been squinting. I can see the Darwin Awards now. Stoner forgets how to breathe. Marijuana claims its first victim. And Hot Tea writes, and now I've skipped several... Uh, over a hundred pages. Just go to the end of the thread and finish up the podcast. And Hot T writes, I posted this in the fucked up things that happened to you while Blaze thread because of an incident involving a drunk ham beast. I'm playing Viva Pinata with my cousin, getting blazed like the world is ending when we get the urge to go shopping. Our options were limited, with it being around two in the morning and all. So we decided to sew swimsuit shopping at Walmart. We were having a blast trying on swimsuits, beach wraps, and flip-flops. Then we find some awesome cheap lounge chairs and cool-looking towels with crying eagles and flags on them. We dick around the toy aisles for a while, then check out, super stoked by all the beach loot we acquired for such low prices. I don't live near a beach, nor do we have any plans to go to any beach anywhere at any time in the near future, every day. And finally, the last post in the thread. On page 127 of Stoner Moments Again thread is by Beastie, and it simply says, Went to Taco Bell for two of those 88-cent crunch wraps Supremes. Spent all night giggling with my roommate as we kept farting and farting. Well, that's going to do it for the Stoner Moments Again thread. I hope that you enjoyed listening to the hilarious antics of America and the globe's stoners, because who knows where most of these people are. So, now that we've made it to the end, I can tell you about my my little surprise. And if you're on the Facebook page, you already know, and the surprise is that I've got more magnets made. So if you want a Lou Reed's magnet to hold crap up on your refrigerator, erase old floppy disks with, ruin CRT TVs with, you know, things that you can do with magnets, mostly holding up photos and papers and stuff like that. Then uh, all you have to do is send your address to loureads at gmail.com and I will send you a magnet. Toot sweet. Unless you live out of the United States, then I will have to go and figure out how much it is to send it to whatever wonderful place you live on, on this big blue marble in space that is, um, you know, not the U.S. Some of those places, it's very expensive to send a regular-sized envelope to. Uh, so, yeah, let me know if you guys want a magnet. I've already sent out um, eight 
of them for people who are on the Facebook page and uh, on the following me on Twitter because they found out earlier. Uh, if you want to be up to the latest news, definitely sign up for the Lou Reads podcast Twitter. There's a link to go there on the blog and also um, the Facebook page also on the blog and also the iTunes. Just subscribe every single possible facet of this podcast that you can and so on and so forth. You never know what's going to happen on the Facebook page. Like today, I posted a link to all of the podcasts I did in April 2009. Because those are severely under-listened to compared to new episodes get, you know, hit around 2,000 downloads at the end of a month. And those still have like 700 downloads. And they're still, and they're pretty good. So I, I thought I'd share them again since people seem to have forgotten about them. Shameful, really. And, um, oh, I was going to say, if you have a problem downloading the episodes, I just upgraded my server because uh, so many people complain that they get these partial downloads that stop where the podcast uh, restarts at a certain point And like you get to a certain point, like 15 minutes in, 20 minutes in, say, and then all of a sudden it just starts again from the beginning. That's not something I'm doing to fuck with you. That is some sort of fuck up with the server not downloading the files all the way and then you just get a partial file in there my belief is that the file knows that it's supposed to be 30 minutes 40 minutes or whatever and just fills the rest of the space with the available audio which is just the same stuff over again so um hopefully that will not happen anymore if it does happen with this episode or other episodes that you download the solution is to download it again delete it download it again or play it live on the blog and uh, don't close the window because then you'll start all over again that just happened to me today it's very frustrating with another podcast i was listening to but yeah so just and if it happens let me know because then i just have to figure out something else because it's very frustrating to me to know that you the listeners are maybe getting uh frustrated with the poor quality of my hosting yeah i've got like uh you know 52 ram bytes of storage and i also i'm gonna upgrade it to a gigafloppers so hopefully that'll be the that'll work out for everybody anyway what did you guys think of this podcast was it good did you like it do you like stories about drugs? They're usually pretty entertaining. I know it's no uh, crystal meth shards up the butt, but, uh, you know, these people seem to have uh, more fun just being themselves when they're high and not figuring out how to continually stay high for days on end. So uh, this is a diff totally different vibe to this podcast. Also, I thought it was interesting that most people, when they're high and something's funny, they laugh in increments of five. So most of them are either laughing in five minutes or 15 minutes maybe 20 minutes not so many 10 minute laughs mentioned but uh, a lot of five minute laughs it's a good long time to laugh I mean if you laugh that hard for five minutes you're definitely gonna cry there's no doubt about it you can't uh, if it's a genuine laugh belly laugh between friends it's a special thing and as always I want to thank people for going to the iTunes and uh, writing their comments and whatever I just discovered um, that if you go to the iTunes website of my podcast or not the iTunes store in iTunes you actually see different reviews reviews that don't show up in the iTunes store are in the iTunes website for my podcast and I don't know why that is um, so maybe you left a review and I'm like I didn't show up maybe it's showing up over there for whatever reason I have no idea I find it very very frustrating frustrating myself because certainly I have uh, you know cut people out of my lives when their reviews didn't show up and I, they said that they did and I'm like I don't see it guess what you're dead to me because uh, that's how I roll you know you just can't there's no time in this life to, for uh, dilly dalliers and silly hearts so that's going to do it for this episode of Lou Reed's Something Awful's Stoner Moments again 
thread. My name is Lou. This has been Lou Reads the Internet for you. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye.